Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Radical Broccoli podcast. Today it's me again, Susie, back with another episode, and I'm delighted. I'm happy to be here, and it's one of my favorite things to do is to record these episodes for you. And I want to say thank you for your feedback, because it makes it meaningful and purposeful and, yeah, delightful to actually record episodes and to know what you feel and what you think and how it resonates with you because I'm a very much of a community-based person if that's a term that I can use. I like to have contact with you guys and to feel like we're chatting and to feel like we yeah have this conversation going back and forth instead of just me producing and putting stuff out there. So a huge thank you again for that and welcome back so I was gonna ask how are you doing but yeah you can actually do a little check-in with yourself right now I'm gonna do it with you so let's just take a breath let's start there and just let the air out actually felt a bit tense there and if you do a quick scan of your body, how are you feeling right now? Is there any place in your body that you could let go a little bit more? Whether that is in your jaw, the place that I often hold tension, or maybe in your toes, or often in the belly is a place that we often tighten up. So see if you can let go and relax a little bit more, because you deserve it and it feels good. So ever since we spoke last time with the episode with Midwife Maria, it was a Norwegian episode, so for our, all our English listeners, um, we're sorry, we're not sorry, but we are sorry that you can't um, listen to that episode. So it was an episode about home birth and with the midwife that received uh, my baby, Luca, and she works for the same midwife association that Annette had her home birth with. So the same weekend we recorded that episode on a Friday and on the Sunday Annette's baby decided to arrive. So I'm gonna allow her to share everything about her own experience but it was a beautiful birth, it was powerful, it was deep, it was transformational, it was everything that a birth is. And I was there with her every moment of the way as her emotional support or a doula, if you want. And um, yeah, it was quite a beautiful experience. Seeing a baby come out of the womb is just something that you can't really describe. So we're going to come back to you with Annette's birth story whenever she feels ready to do that. After a few days, it was time for me to go back to Portugal, where I am now, back to my home, and actually a new home that I've bought together with my partner. So 
I am in the middle of moving in and fixing up and painting and building furniture alongside taking care of a little bubby and doing this. So it's busy times and I'm trying to stay afloat <laughs> in the middle of it. I'm trying to not just exist, but actually feel well. And I must say that I had recently a little breakdown, actually a quite big breakdown, I'm feeling so overwhelmed. I also shared this on Instagram and talked with a lot of you about it. And I just felt like I just cannot make all these things happen at once. It's not possible for me. And um, yeah, I felt stressed because I was trying to like paint the walls of the house while taking care of the baby while also keeping my training schedule and like eating well and seeing my friends and, and doing work um, and maintaining my relationships. So... It just got a little bit too much and my body started speaking and it started aching and then all of a sudden I felt super cold and started shivering and my throat started hurting and then I got sick for a little bit. And yeah, it was one of those times where you just have to let go of everything and just take a break. And so that's what I did and luckily my body recovers really quickly so it only took a day. And I already feel so much better. Um, I think it was also emotional based. So I was crying a lot and I was angry and I just got all of that out of my system. And after that, I always feel so good and so refreshed when I get like a proper, yeah, refreshing, um, just letting go of everything that's bubbling up inside of me. And I think that happens every once in a while. Um, if we allow ourselves to check in, we can feel that there's lots of stuff going on. And if we don't allow it to come up, maybe it's just going to stagnate. And then all of a sudden we're going to burst. But I've had so many beautiful lessons just from this little breakdown. And one of them is the fact that I'm definitely not supposed to do everything. And all of the messages in my inbox, I woke up to... I think 70 or more messages the next day, which was wild. Um, only support and love and like tips. And many of you were saying how we're not supposed to do it all. And some of you were saying how when you had a baby or you have a baby right now, the only thing that you focus on is actually you too, because everything else is overwhelming. And I think that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to remember that that's actually possible. And I think we're all built differently. So for some, that's the way to go. And for others, um, we kind of, like I see myself, I need some other input and output. I need to put my creations out there at the same time as I'm taking care of my baby. If not, I feel, yeah, like there's something that's missing. And that's why I'm also prioritizing doing this right now, because it makes sense to me. It's not because I have to. And I feel incredibly lucky to be able to do all these things. And I keep reminding myself every day, like, I get to do this and I get to have a baby. And I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed to have, to be healthy and he's healthy and my family is healthy. And we get along, all of us, and we are able to enjoy life so much. And we have so many, like, little hurdles and things to overcome and challenges every single day. 
and I go to bed quite exhausted at night, but still I get to do this and it's a huge privilege and I'm very grateful um, because there are always people suffering in the world and there's an ongoing huge crisis and it's something that I think about, of course, a lot. And um, I know that it makes some of us feel like we're not allowed to have like our day-to-day problems and challenges or we shouldn't speak about it or we should just like shut up and be grateful because people have it worse. Um, and I think that it can coexist, all of it. We can still send our love, send our support to people who are struggling and people who have it worse at the same time as we can hold space for our own emotions and challenges and the ability to do that um, for ourselves creates a stronger ability to hold space for others and that's something that I remind myself of a lot so that's a little bit of where I'm at right now Annette my business partner sister and now fellow mother um, is in Norway still with her family and she as well and she will update you really soon. So today I wanted to talk about a topic that has been requested from you listeners which I think is really exciting and it's an interesting topic and one that I have lots of experience with which is moving. So one of our listeners is saying hi Girls, I have a podcast wish, maybe not a typical one for you, but you guys have moved so much across borders, you've moved houses, and you've made a lot of changes in your life. I am now about to move spontaneously. I have followed my gut feeling, and I'm terrified. I would love an episode about moving. Thank you for requesting that, and I really wanted to honor that today, also because I have, as she says... A lot of experience with moving, um, primarily from, not primarily, but a big part of it is that me and Annette's parents um, used to work in the military and they have been based a lot of different places. So throughout our upbringing and ever since we were little babies, we've been moving around a lot. And I think that has created a base within me to be able to do that also in my adult years. This topic is definitely also super relevant for me personally right now. And I'm guessing a lot of you as well as moving is a big part of life. And I have just moved into a new house in Portugal that we've bought. And I'm going through that whole transition phase of letting go of the old and embracing the new and creating a new home inside of a house and the energy change and the choices you have to make and the emotions and everything. So let's get into that today. So let's talk about at first the reasons why we at times decide to move. Usually it's either related to a choice that we make for work or for a relationship or for our studies or maybe with our family and other times it's just this spontaneous or not spontaneous but like gut feeling that our listener is is describing here that you need a change and you want it and you're going to do it and you just go for it so in my 
life. <laughs> I've moved a lot of times and I see it as something that really has built me to who I am today in many ways. Um, it's been so many valuable, exper- valuable experiences, even though I haven't loved every place that we've lived. It's always given me something and yeah, I think it builds so much character and understanding to be able to live with different cultures and meet different people and see how the world is outside of where we are born. And it's, of course, a beautiful thing that we are privileged to be able to do. And I'm really grateful to have had that upbringing that I've had, even though I remember as a little girl, I thought it was the worst thing in the world to have to pack up my things and to leave the place that I had now got new friends and gotten into like my classmates um, relationships and gotten to know my teachers and like my playground and my surroundings and then it was time to move again so it's not like we moved all the time but maybe we had three years here and we had three years there Uh, so we were in Norway for a bit and then we moved to Belgium and then moved back to Norway, we moved to France for a bit, and we moved around in Norway. And then in my later years, I moved to Portugal. And then I had some time in Singapore and Brazil, and then back to Portugal. And yeah, of course, my study, studying years in Copenhagen as well. So and within, <laughs> within all those places, there have also been quite a few different homes and houses so the want and the need and the desire to move to make a change I think is so natural and something that is so beautiful and fun to honor because life is is it goes by pretty quickly when you look back And if we're not going to make those choices that feel like so interesting and we're so curious about and we're going to stay because we're scared, um, then we might miss out on some some really, really beautiful experiences. So our listener is asking, how do you handle moving on the emotional level, the anxiety around it and the fear? So that's such a good question because... To me, personally, there's a lot of emotions around moving and I always, no matter how excited I feel about it, I always get so anxious and so many, I I question it so much before I go. Um, No matter how excited I'm about it and no matter how right it feels and how right that I think it is and that the timing feels good, I'm always questioning it. And I specifically remember before I was moving to Brazil, I was going to stay there for six months to be an exchange student. And I sat in my room at my mom's home. I was already studying in Denmark, but I was just home right before I was leaving to repack my stuff and to say goodbye to everyone. And I knew that I probably weren't going to see most of them for six months. And it was the longest I'd ever gone, I think, without seeing my family. And I felt so drawn. Like, 
I was so excited. I'd always been curious about Brazil, about surfing, about the food and the culture and the people there. And like to be able to live in a warm place, uh, a tropical place was my absolute dream. And I was going to do this as a student. So I was just going to continue what I was already doing and like meet new people. And oh, it was such an exciting feeling. And it felt so right also because my family is Portuguese and they speak Portuguese also in Brazil so that part also like clicked into place but then there was the fear like what on earth am I doing Brazil uh, people were telling me how dangerous it is and it actually can be a bit dangerous in some parts of of the country um, and like it was a bit of a risky choice and I didn't know anyone else who was going. I was going all by myself. Um, yeah. And I was questioning whether I should just stay in Denmark and just do the same thing, like get an internship there and maybe, yeah, just keep it on the low for a bit. But the feeling that was stronger was definitely my excitement and my curiosity and everything that I was looking forward to. So as always, I'm a big fan of just feeling all the feels and letting them come and describing them and talking about them and sharing with people that you trust and that you love. And journal a lot and like write everything down because all of these emotions, they're just temporary and they also need an outlet. They're energy in motion and they need to come through we're supposed to feel them and to express them physically also. We can like shake them out and we can, if we get angry or frustrated, we can like scream into a pillow. And if we get sad, of course, we need to allow ourselves to cry and to hold someone or hold around ourselves. And um, yeah, and that's just when they're going to pass through. And when they are through our system, we feel so much clarity. And it's so important to not like let them clog up inside of us, but actually allow them to come out and then go do the thing, make the move <laughs> to the jump. And then she's asking, how can we let go of a place that we have lived before that feels like a part of us? And it's such a big part of it as well, because to me, at least it feels like every time I'm about to move, the place that I lived before just turns better and better and better and better right at the end. And you just look at it differently and it feels so amazing. It feels safe. It feels familiar. And so we're like, why am I moving from this again? I just love it so much, even though you maybe didn't before. And you were seeing like a lot of flaws, a lot of things you didn't like and things that you wanted to change. And I've been thinking about that a lot, reflecting on it. Like, why does that happen? And I actually think that it is because at the end of living somewhere, staying somewhere, we just let go of expectations and we let go of any attachment that we have to that place and we just allow it to be just as it is when we only see the positive aspects. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's a beautiful way of like the universe working out to make us remember the good parts that we had somewhere so we don't have to necessarily leave somewhere with resentment or... Yeah... Um, uncomfortable feelings around a place or like negative associations. So I don't know if you feel the same way as me, but if you do, then okay, honor that. <laughs> I just had that experience with the last place that I moved from here in Portugal. 
and it's been it was a house that we rented and it was like really good location but quite noisy and it was a beautiful view but um yeah it was old and it needed renovation and it was humid and a bit cold inside and but all of those feelings those negative feelings that i had around the place i just let all of them go when i knew that we were going to move and then suddenly all i could see was like wow the sun exposure here is so beautiful and the potential if you renovate this and you change this oh it could be so good and i was like oh my god what about the new place is it going to be as good am i going to be disappointed have we made the wrong choice oh and i went rounds and rounds and rounds and especially also moving it you're you're investing you're investing a big part of your time and energy and also oftentimes a lot of money whether that is on buying a place or deposit or renting or tickets or organizing moving and buying new furniture so that's what makes us often like second doubt and question everything even more because we are really making a big move and we're investing and i think it's a natural part of it so in order to let go of the old i find it beautiful to really look at the things that we loved about the old maybe you could have a little ceremony or just a little moment with yourself and the place and like thank it for the experiences that you've had um now i got some flash visions of like maybe going if there's a garden there and just walk on the on the garden and like thank the garden and the nature around or touch the walls or <laughs> go a little bit hippie on it and just honor the place that you have lived and if it's a place that you absolutely don't like um then still uh, maybe thank it for showing you what you didn't like so that you actually could find out what you do like there's always things to be grateful for about what has been and then of course the next step in letting go of the old is welcoming in the new and that is a really fun and exciting part it can also be overwhelming and exhausting if there's a lot of things to do and a funny thing here in portugal is that often when you take over a house even though you purchase it you take the house as is and that can mean that they leave old stuff there and furniture and they don't clean the house and it's just a little bit shocking coming from norway where when you move out from an apartment or a house that you've sold you have to clean it more than you ever cleaned anything in your whole life like you scrub inside the cabinets and inside the the stove and the floors and even the walls and the you clean like everything so this was a bit shocking to me as it it's my first purchase abroad and uh, that we actually took over a house that wasn't clean or like fully moved out of and at the same time that was a little bit exciting because we got to go through the things that were here and actually find some old gems like beautiful flower pots outside with plants in them and this beautiful wooden table that we've kept that i think is super valuable and then there's a lot of things that we have had to let go of like we had so much stuff that we had to clear out so that was the first thing that we have to do moving in here and i as you know i'm very concerned with the energy of everything so i 
I don't really love to keep stuff that I feel like doesn't emit like a good energy or yeah I'm gonna get rid of everything that I feel a little bit skeptical to uh, whether that is selling it or donating it and a kind of practical thing that here in Portugal is that you can actually put furniture out by the bins and then within the next day someone will pick it up if it's something that you don't want to sell for example um, and there's always possibilities to use the secondhand market to sell stuff so as part of welcoming in the new here I was or we were working a lot with clearing out old stuff and then we started a cleaning process and in another place if you take over something that is already like empty and clean I always feel like it's such a nice thing to clean it yourself I think that it shifts the energy the first time is like the first layer and then the second or third time you clean it yourself that's when I feel like okay now it feels like it's only my <laughs> my stuff in here if that makes sense to you um And I just had a memory flash now back to when Annette and I moved together to Portugal back in, I think, 2012. We moved to Coimbra, a bit north in Portugal, from where I am now. And we took over this tiny, tiny loft apartment where Annette was going to do her exchange program and I was going to study culture and language. And it was this apartment I don't even know if I can call it an apartment just a loft where we almost felt like the floors could just break and fall under our feet and when we took that over it was also it needed a deep clean so we I just remember like we bought some really cheap bottles of wine and think we bought some chocolate and snacks and then we put on music and we put on gloves <laughs> cleaning gloves and we started scrubbing away and we worked for hours and hours and hours while we had wine and music and it was actually such a good time and a way to make something that feels a little bit like oh I don't want to do this into something that turned out really fun and actually a memory that I'm never ever going to forget So I think cleaning is a great ritual to start with. And then there are some other things that I love to do to shift the energy of a place and actually make a house a home. And one of the things is to burn sage or Palo Santo, which is like ancient rituals from different indigenous cultures around the world. And it is known to shift the energy of a space and a powerful way to also set your new intention of a space so I like to burn sage as a way of clearing out all energy that is there and then palo santo afterwards to kind of infuse the place with not only a lovely scent but also a great energy and kind of set my intention that this is a place of love and this is a safe place and a place where we're going to feel warm and cozy and create lovely memories so I like to walk around the house and open the window so that the air can flow through and then burn the sage and like walk around and 
talk to the house and set my intention and also decide like which energy can stay and which can go. So that's another beautiful ritual. And I was talking with my friend Alexa about rituals and houses because she just made a big move from Portugal back to her home country, Austria recently and she was sharing with me or I was asking her what her rituals were for clearing out a space that you move into and she said that she has recently educated herself a lot within sound and sound is a beautiful way to shift the vibration of a house as well so she said that you can either go clapping around the house or you can use like bowls or if you have crystal bowls or tibetan bowls I know that not everyone has that but maybe someone of you do Um, so I just thought that was really, really interesting and something that's definitely worth sharing. And we also talked about how you can put like salt, a little bit of salt in each corner of the house. Um, yeah, and that's the, some of the rituals that we decided that we're both going to do when we move into our new places. And another thing that I've done before that I've, I think that I've shared it with you before, but it's like. A little bit next level for some of you, I think, but I'm going to share it anyway, because I'm just going to honestly say what I do, and that is burning salt. So I learned this from Sarah Martin, who is an energy healer that I've worked a lot with, and she shared this as a way to clear any potential spirits around your house, because last time me and Annette lived together here in Portugal, We lived in our grandma's old place and we, I've never actually experienced anything with spirits um, and never felt any presence or anything, but Annette definitely has. And she was just feeling that, wow, there's a lot of like heavy energy in this house and maybe some <laughs> spirits hanging out that we really don't need to have there anymore. So Sarah said, okay, try this. You get Epsom salt and you get some alcohol And you pour the Epsom salt into a pot that you don't necessarily want to use anymore. And then you pour some alcohol on it and then you light it on fire while you're like stirring with something quite long so that you don't burn your hand. And then it turns into this bluish kind of flame. And the ritual is burning this salt while you set your boundaries, basically like and now set the intention that all these spirits that don't belong here leave and this is a house without any spirits and this is a house for our, our family and these are my intentions etc and we've done this and let's just say it's freaking powerful and a lot of things happened when we did that and I think I've told you before but I'm not gonna go there now so those are some of the rituals that I love to do and Then I also love to place my crystals around the house and to let them charge in the garden. And little by little, just by living in a place and by like spreading your energy and your love and your togetherness with those that you live with or if you live alone, it shifts over time, I would also say. So let's talk a little bit about the practical stuff like packing, um, other moving tips that's smart to think about. So first thing that comes to mind is the amount of stuff that we bring with us. I think 
that moving is a great time to clear out the old and maybe get a little bit minimalistic. So it's a great time to go through our wardrobe. If you have the time and the possibility, sort out things that you don't use anymore and only keep what sparks joy and what you actually use and donate or sell the rest so that you can bring with you only what is truly aligned for you right now. And the same with all your stuff, like all your toiletries. Every time that I move, I see this as a big opportunity for this new start, fresh start and clearing out. So go through your products, your kitchen equipment, just go through everything and try to bring as little as possible, I would say, um, depending on how far and where you're moving and just making it so much easier for yourself to, yeah, to pack basically because it is a lot. And our listeners also asking what to pack first and what to pack last. Well, it really depends on what what you have and what you're using, but definitely like pack a little bit practical in regards to what you're going to need first, because we can all picture how it is to come into a new place and like you need your your clothes and your computer and your toiletries and you have no idea where it is. So try and keep the packing process organized. I know that we often think when we're packing, like, okay, I've, I know exactly where I put this and this and this in which box, and I'm just going to remember it afterwards. But most often we don't. So keep it really neat and organized. Like pack the stuff that you need the most in one box, and take the time to actually write on it what's in this box or bag. Um, and make it super organized for yourself so that it's just easier because we don't always have the time to pack everything out again as soon as we arrive. And then we're just going to be like, ugh, yeah, stressed and looking in all the boxes for our necessities. So, and then she's asking also how to get help in the process. Um, great question because... I think so many of us just think that we have to do all of this alone and that's not the case. So definitely reach out for help if you're moving alone, especially. It's quite overwhelming, isn't it, to think that you have to do all that alone, also because of the amount of decisions that you have to make. So if you can reach out to a few friends or family and offer them something in return, I think this is always super important when you ask for help, like, make the, the energy exchange right. So for example, offer to buy them food and let's say you offered beer and pizza in return for them helping you carry furniture and moving stuff. Or maybe like being with you while you sort out your tickets when you're stressed or like making a night out of it and making including other people in the process. Also because it's so lovely to be trusted in that way and to be asked to help out and of course people will do so much to help you out even though we think that everyone else is super busy someone will have the time to help you out um, and they will appreciate it and then maybe they'll, they'll ask you back next time and then you'll get the same lovely treatment as you gave them so those were some of my reflections on the questions that we received around moving and I thought it was a really <laughs> fun topic to go through, super relevant in my life, hopefully in yours as well. And I know that it's so scary. I'm here with you along the way 
And sometimes it even feels like the worst idea we've ever made. Um, the fear can like transform itself to sound like rational thoughts in our head that say like you shouldn't have done this. So just know that and stick through it no matter what and know that it's worth it. Like if this is something that sparks something within you, it's worth going for it. It's worth trying. You can always come back, you know? It's not the end of the world if you moved somewhere and you didn't like it and you came back. And then that's another story for your grandkids and just a fun experiment that you did because life is all of these choices that we make and we need to make the fun ones right we need to make our lives interesting and fun and make them exciting for ourselves and challenge ourselves and we grow so much from moving it's so brave and we we really really grow as people and we get to know new people and that just expands everything that we experience So I hope that you find it worth it and that you got some tips along the way. Oh, by the way, I just remembered, <laughs> I have to say this and it is, please be careful if you decide to burn the salt or you burn the sage, take the necessary precautions and be careful around it and like let the air in and don't do it under a fire extinguisher or fire alarm or stuff like that. So I know that you know that, but just thought it was worth mentioning. So thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Um, that's all I wanted to share today. Uh, wishing you just a lovely day. I know it's November and I know that especially in the Nordics, it can be a bit challenging. So be really gentle with yourself. Take the best care. Know that there will be days of sunshine in between the cloudy and the snowy and the dark. And also that this is the time for a bit of hibernation and to slow down. And we are cyclical beings, so we can really tune into that and make it something good. Something that we are excited about and that is part of the cycle of nature. Sending you lots of love and support and love to hear from you as always. Ciao! Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.